Happy birthday to us, happy birthday to us, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to us. God bless you, my friends. A year ago today, we started this online ministry, Sipping on the Sabbath, and thanks to your ongoing prayers and support, it has just continued to grow. And today I'm going to celebrate <laughs> with a piece of homemade gluten-free chocolate chip banana bread with a big wallop of guess what this is on top? Homemade avocado chocolate pudding. That's what I said. Avocado Mmm, chocolate pudding with a little bit of maple syrup. It's amazing. And to show you that I am truly open-minded, today I'm having a cup of tea. Welcome, friends. It's time to sip on the Sabbath. And today, oh, this is hot. <laughs> We're going to talk about the golden rule. So, hey, welcome back. I'm enjoying our birthday cake here. I would have made enough for all of us uh, to share because Jesus says in today's gospel, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I would love you to make me some of this. So I would make some of you this. Anyway, down to business, talking about the golden rule. And enjoying some tea. I'm having rooibos, roubois, <laughs> whatever it's called, tea. It's actually pretty good. But as I was doing a little bit of research in preparation for episode today on the Golden Rule, I came across a few other, let's just call them precious mineral rules. Did you know that there is a silver rule? Do not do unto others as you would not have them do unto you. Sounds good. There is the diamond rule. Treat others as they wish you to treat them. The platinum rule. Do unto others as they would have done unto them. But then there is the double platinum rule. Treat others the way they don't even know they want to be treated. <laughs> that, treat, does that make any sense? Treat others the way they don't even know they want to be treated. Okay, so I guess you kind of pres presume or kind of anticipate uh, the needs of others. That's great. The golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And we certainly see an example of this in our first reading today. David has an opportunity to inflict mortal damage to Saul, who's out to get him. But even though he's right there, right there in a very vulnerable place, David says, no, I'm not going to inflict upon him the punishment he would want to inflict upon me. I'm going to treat him with respect. He is the Lord's anointed, the Lord's chosen one. And so... No, I'm not going to do that. So perfect example of treating others as we ourselves would want to be uh, treated. Now these rules, whether it's the golden rule that Jesus gives us in today's gospel or these other 
precious mineral <laughs> rules that we have, they're not based in some kind of feel-good, secular, humanist philosophy. They are instead based on the reality of who God our Father is. And when I come to know who God is and how he relates to me and how he applies the rule himself to me and how I am the beneficiary of the rule, not simply, first and foremost, its verb, but I am the object of the rule, then I'm going to be much more open to God's grace working and moving in my life to apply the rule in my relationships with God, with others, and with myself. So let's take a look at some of the key elements of the golden rule. But first, I need a piece of cake. Wow, again, this cake is amazing. But you know what? This shirt I'm wearing today, this is the same shirt I wore on the first debut episode of Sipping on the Sabbath. And if I don't cut back a little bit on that cake, oh, this shirt may no longer fit come my second birthday. Okay, so some of the principal elements of the golden rule. Love your enemies, Jesus says, and do good to those who hate you. Now, when I choose to sin, I am, in fact, making myself an enemy of God. I am saying to God, you know what? You and I are not on the same page. I know what's better. I can choose what is okay for me. You go off and do your thing. I'm good. I remember I've said to you on a few occasions before, that's a very dangerous place to be in the spiritual life. When I think, you know what? I got this. I'm good. I'm doing okay. I want to be an intimate, personal friend of the Lord, not his enemy. Do I ever find myself even hating God? Now, that may be an extreme thing to say, but do I hate God? To the extent that I think, well, he's not being fair with me. God is not answering my prayers, thinking that God is somehow supposed to just co-sign what we want. God answers prayers in three ways. Yes, which we want to hear. Uh, no, which is actually an answer that we don't want to hear. But the third way he answers is not yet. There are still a few more things in my life, your life, our surroundings that need to be put into place before his will is ma manifested in our life, comes to fruition in our life. Maybe I feel somehow that God has got me in this position where I'm trapped or that I'm being kept from something. God has some little blessing, some little something, you know, like not sharing with me. Whatever way we find ourselves hating God or persecuting God, to have the humility to recognize that, to accept that and say, hey, you know what? But even in the midst of that, God is the one who is loving me. Even though I sometimes can not love him, he is still loving me. There's not one moment of the day when God is not loving me. Not one moment of the day when God is not caring for me. Not one moment of the day when God is not willing my good. Do I believe that? 
Do I recognize that? Do I see that? Do I see how I am already the beneficiary of the golden rule and how God works and is present in my life? Number two, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Have I ever mistreated God? Have I ever found myself treating God as though he were an ATM machine? Just give me what I need, God. Who is God? Is God Santa Claus? God the Easter Bunny? Is God the Tooth Fairy? If I'm good, God will do things for me. Why do I do what it is that I do? When it comes to being mistreated by others, do I accept the fact that there are many people in the world who are sick and some, some people are sicker than others, but I also have my own illness. I also have my own sickness and how I relate to others cannot be in a healthy way. It can be in a sick way. I can make sick decisions. I can make sick reactions to situations, to people, places, things in my life, whatever it might be. But again, it's the understanding of how is this golden rule, first of all, being applied by God to me in my life? How is God himself in his goodness praying for me? I come before the Lord, I repent, and he shows me his love, he shows me his mercy, and I see, you know, all along the way, he has, again, been willing my good. And so I want to will the good of others. Number three, give to everyone who asks of you. That when you and I arise in the morning, we get on our knees, literally, if we can, or if we can't, just sit on the edge of our bed and say, Lord, how? Show me how I can be of maximum service to you and to others today. Lord, how would you have me serve? Lord, what would you have me do? And if there's no physical or moral reason for us to say no, then we say yes to the, the request as they come along. Again, as my way of being generous to others and to God because I have been the focus of his generosity. I have been the beneficiary of the generosity of others. Now, this doesn't mean that I say yes to every single request that comes along. I don't co-sign every idea that's presented to me. I don't co-sign disordered, dysfunctional behavior when I see it. Maybe saying no which is an answer, and those of you who are parents and grandparents, you, you know that no, sorry, no, <laughs> no is an answer to a question that, that is posed to us. But maybe saying no to somebody is actually the best way that we can give to them. God does not always give us what we want, but he does give us indeed what we need. And maybe saying no is what a person truly needs to hear. And that's how we're going to best help them in that situation or in that particular day. And finally, the Lord says, be merciful just as your father is merciful. And here is the crux of the golden rule. If I don't know how much God has done for me and how little I deserve in true justice, 
then I'm not going to be able to live up to its demands. But when I know how much God has done for me, how just God has been towards me, then I become magnanimous, that is having a larger heart, not pusillanimous, which is small-hearted, closed in in oneself. I become magnanimous, and I open myself up to the reality. I walk upright, my head's upright, I'm making eye contact with God and with others, and I know that I have been the beneficiary of his love, his mercy, his forgiveness, his grace, his providence, etc. And I too want to assist and help others when I can, how I can, as generously as I can, to love, to be merciful, to be forgiving, to pray for, to bless, etc. If I'm not aware of how much mercy I have received, and still need every single day. Scripture says the righteous man sins seven times a day. I know where that puts me. Then I won't, in turn, be merciful to others. I won't even be merciful to myself. I won't be merciful to others. And I will question and doubt the mercy of God. Let Jesus show his mercy to us. Those of us who have been forgiven much, love much because we have been set free much thanks be to god you know this roy bois roy <laughs> roy Bastille is actually pretty good i think i need just another little piece of cake the chocolate avocado pudding is delicious it's basically just two whole fresh ripe avocados a couple of tablespoons of cocoa powder couple of tablespoons of maple syrup, just whip it all together, and presto, you got a beautiful little, beautiful little topping here for your chocolate gluten-free banana bread. Okay, we're back. <laughs> you know I enjoy doing these videos. I think by this point, after doing them for a year, you understand my very dry, dry sense of humor. Okay, so before we can live the golden rule, probably have some <laughs> chocolate on my mouth here. Before we can live the golden rule, I know I need to be the beneficiary of the rule. Before I can be the verb, I must be the object. And the gospel today is full of verbs. What we are called to do, action words. Before I can be the verb, before I can be the action, I must be the object. I must be the beneficiary, the recipient of the elements of the golden rule. And when I apply it to my life, I see how much God in his mercy and love has been watching over me and others. And I want to be an instrument of his mercy and his love. And so how has God been loving me? Take a moment sometime this week and ask yourself that question and allow the Lord Jesus to answer it. How, Lord, have you been loving me? How has the Lord been doing good to me? How has the Lord been blessing me? How, indeed, are my prayers being answered? And what have I received from the Lord? All the good things I have received from the Lord. And how have I been the beneficiary of the mercy 
of God. And how is God calling me to extend that mercy to others? As I have been freely given, so I want to freely give. I don't want to fall into the trap that Jesus talks about in today's gospel. I don't want to love in order to be loved in return. I don't want to give in order to get things in return. I don't want to play politics. Don't want to kind of cozy up to people. Well, you know, I can get something from them or they can do something for me, etc. Like, no, forget it. Like, just, I just, God, just help me to be generous. Help me to be open-minded. Help me to be magnanimous. Help me to surrender my own ego and my pride, my ambition, what is owed to me and all by these people. Jesus just set me free from that. That is the golden rule. I let the golden rule rule my life. Is it easy? No. Is it impossible? No. With God's grace, it is easy. By God's grace, it is possible. God is not setting us up here for failure. He's not testing us. Come on, come on, come on, and lift the gate and, oh, crash, too bad, so sad, I'm God, you're not. It's not the God we serve. God that you and I serve is head over heels in love with us. And so let's make that our prayer. So Lord Jesus, we, we thank you for the gift of this day. We thank you, Jesus, for this ministry that you have initiated, Lord, that you have risen up in our midst. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this online family that you have called together. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, that by your providence and grace that is continuing to grow. We thank you, Jesus, for the spiritual and temporal generosity of each person here who makes this ministry possible. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can have with you a sense of humor, that you are a God who laughs with us. And we want to laugh with you. Help us, Lord, not to take ourselves too seriously, but help us, of course, to take you seriously. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for all the times that you have loved us, all the times that you have been merciful to us, that you have blessed us, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your providential care in our life. Help us understand, Jesus, that when you say to us, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, that's based on what you have done for us, Lord. Reveal more of yourself to us, Jesus, so we can reveal more of you to others. We continue to pray, Lord Jesus, in this difficult time for the grace to persevere. Keep our eyes fixed on you. We pray, Lord Jesus, for that one person listening here today who is really carrying a very heavy burden emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, relationally, whatever it is, Lord, you know, you know what it is, Lord, that you would minister to their heart right now, that you would continue to bring about in our midst, Lord Jesus, healings and transformations, liberation, Lord Jesus. We want to experience, Lord, more freedom. And so we pray, Lord Jesus, right now that your Holy Spirit would just come down upon each of us in a particular unique way that you would love us, Lord Jesus, right where we're at. And be merciful to us, Lord Jesus, with what we're struggling with. 
provide, Lord Jesus, the grace that we need. Again, Lord Jesus, to just take it one day at a time, to surrender every element, every area of our life over to your providential care. We again just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your patience, Lord. Thank you for always looking upon us and willing our good. You are a good, good Father, Lord. Help us to know you more and to tell more people about you. Mother Mary and St. Joseph and our own patron saints, please pray for us. Amen. Well, there you go. Again, happy birthday. <laughs> I just can't say enough about this cake. Not because, not because, not simply because I made it, which I did. I did. I made this banana bread, gluten-free chocolate chip cake. And I also made the chocolate avocado pudding. Look it up. I'm telling you, this is just amazing. Chocolate avocado pudding. Anyway, and the Rebois, Rebus tea is just amazing. Anyway, happy birthday. Have yourself a piece of cake. God bless you. Continue to um, like, subscribe, share, whatever it is we do on social media. If you, if you have a chance to pray for me, please do so. you got a special intention that you'd like me to pray for, uh, send it to me in the comments. If you can also financially support this ministry, that would be great. That allows me to continue... Uh, to do more videos like this, continue to uh, have a nice studio like this, continue to uh, have more cake. Anyway, <laughs> all these things. God is good. We just got to stay hopeful and optimistic, my dear friends. We are just so loved. I love you and I know you love me. So God bless your day and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. I just can't say enough about this cake and this pudding is just amazing.